We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances and every aspect of it really throughout your life. That's what we discuss on this podcast. It is Your Finances Untangled. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param. He is partner and also investment and financial advisor with the firm Cloudvestors, cloudvestors.com. And you can learn more about Cloudvestors. And Mo, hello once again. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, David, thanks. Thanks for I called you David. It's so formal, right? Yeah, well, I, um, yeah I like that. Sir David. <laughs> Sir David. <laughs> yes. uh, no, Dave. Yeah, Dave, thanks for uh, thanks for having us today. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Good information here. We cover everything, as I mentioned, and sometimes the not so pleasant. That's what we're touching on today. But you have some really good tips on here are the two subjects we're, we're touching on today. Life after divorce and life as the surviving spouse and man some good stuff and not just fine financial here what i notice you have together here mo yeah you know everything isn't even though this is a financial uh podcast but we all know that life has multiple layers and different layers to our to our lives and when we go through uh, these tragic life events whether it's a divorce or a loss of a spouse so many things mesh together. And so as an advisor uh, for our clients, we not only look at your investment your investment assets, but we also look at your life. We take a holistic approach. And there are certain things that we've seen and I've seen throughout my course of being an advisor that uh, doesn't all reflect on your finances in dollars and cents. Some of it is just your, your emotions and things that you have to consider when, especially when you go through these type of tragedies. Well, yeah, I mean, in divorces can be a very emotional time. So you're starting right. from the very beginning here and the, the advice that you have on the first steps to take. Yeah. So, you know, right after a divorce, or if you realize you're going to go through a divorce, you know, first things you may, you want to do is, you know, ask for help, you know, just don't, don't try to walk through this journey by yourself. You can ask help from friends and other resources, but also some things you may want to do is consider your, your hard drives, your computer hard drives and your storage devices. You may want to make a copy of them because that might be an asset that's going to be split between the two of you or one person may just uh, say it, it's there. So you may want to at least get your copy of it and also your passwords, you know, uh, passwords to your uh, computers, your apps, your cell phones, your Internet accounts, things where you, you're not even considering, but you might have shared it with your spouse for over years. And now that's going to be a separation there. So you want to make sure that you at least have access to these accounts. Which drives the point home that you should have, have those passwords well documented so you know everyone that you're going to need to change. That's right. Wow, there are a lot of them. <laughs> I, I have set up accounts and I, and I, I wrote down some whatever password I just made up, uh, you know, Yogi bear exclamation point dollar sign. And, and I say, you know, I'm going to put that somewhere. I'm going to put that somewhere in just a second. Then I get distracted and I lose it. And then mm -hmm. you have to go through, forgot my password. So yeah, oh, it, we've talked about that before the importance of documenting that, that that's great advice too. Absolutely. Now 
Okay, you're facing divorce. This is not mm-hmm. going to be fun, but you'll get through it. But you will need a, a somewhat of a team of experts <laughs> on your side. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a journey. It's a long process and a long journey. So as far as your team, you want to make sure that you at least have a marital or family law attorney. You know, definitely in the state that you reside in. Uh, you want to make sure that you have an estate planning attorney that's going to be able to review your will, your medical directive, power of attorney, all your beneficiaries and trusts. And also other other core members of your team might include uh, an accountant, um, a, an appraiser for your house, uh, a therapist. Um, you know, again, it, this is not a, uh, a smooth transition or, or, or nice thing to happen. So you may want to have, have a counsel, someone to talk to. And obviously your trusted friends, you know, you want to have that team of support. Um, around you during this time. Certainly. And uh, of course, it can seem overwhelming, especially what we are are about to move into. (laughs) But if you do have an expert with you, it can seem less overwhelming. And when you look at the the next item here, organizing the finances mode, that that includes so much from your 401k, your retirement plans to your estate planning, your insurance, your your taxes, your overall finance, everything. (laughs) Everything, yeah, you want to get a better understanding of your cash flow and, and what your net worth is going to be. Uh, so, yeah, like you mentioned, your 401k, IRA, IRAs, your insurances, you want to make sure, again, that you're checking your credit. You want to make sure and monitor that correctly because you'd be amazed at what skeletons come out of the closet when, uh, when a divorce happens and all of a sudden you didn't realize that you had these credit cards that your spouse had that was, that was hiding from you. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it, it could impact your own credit. I've heard so you of want to make it, yeah. Sure, yeah, so you want to make sure that uh, you're monitoring your credit. Uh, you also want to get a sense, again, when I mentioned cash flow, you want to get a sense of you know what alimony and child support, liquidating any of your assets are going to do towards your net worth and your cash flow. And finally, you want to look at some health insurance quotes. Um, it's 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 typically typically we see that uh, as far as health insurance is concerned, uh, one spouse might be on the other spouse's health insurance plan through their employer. So now that's going to change. So you may just want to shop around and look for uh, alternative health insurance options for yourself. I saw somebody posted, um, someone stole my, I'm going to say spouse, my spouse's credit card, <laughs> uh, but I'm okay with it because they're actually spending less than my spouse. <laughs> so I'm not pressing charges. Uh, there are so many decisions to make, whether it's uh, if you have children, how are you going to handle that and, and, and custody and child support you're going to have to possibly face your house. What do you do with that? Yeah, yeah, you know, and the house is the big one. Uh, obviously, uh, you, you want to take a look and see who's gonna who's gonna keep the house. Are you gonna sell it? Are you gonna split the proceeds? Uh, is one person going to to live there? Are you gonna continue owning owning it jointly, depending on, you know, how uh, amicable the divorce was? So yeah, I mean, the house is a big is probably one of uh, is usually one's biggest asset. So you definitely want to make sure that you understand what's going to happen, what's going to transpire once this with your house once this divorce goes through. So all these all these things will just allow you to understand the key things about your new budget because you're going to have a new budget oh, at this yeah. point. You have to understand. You got to calculate your housing costs. What are your bills are going to look like depending on what age you are? How is this divorce going to impact Social Security for yourself? 
um, how's child support alimony gonna going to impact you? So again, it's it's a dicey it's a dicey situation that you're going through, but essentially just organizing your overall new world, your overall financial situation is just gonna help it's just gonna help that journey just be a little bit smoother. It can seem overwhelming and it's mm-hmm. not pleasant, uh, but just keep in mind Many, many, many people go through this and get through it. Okay. It's unfortunate if it happens, but you will get through it. Right. Just have an action plan. You know, like you said, Dave, it's unfortunate, but um, if you have an action, like I said, if you have an action plan, it'll just make this journey just a bit smoother. Yeah, certainly. And uh, in going back to the team of experts, uh, whether it's attorney or or estate planning attorney, a family law attorney, financial advisor right. <laughs> you need with you. That could be Mo. Yeah. 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 I remember one of my first clients, she was going through a divorce and I want to say she was early thirties, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even late twenties. And she didn't, she never paid a bill Oh, ever. Yeah. Wow. Well, during their marriage, she never paid a yeah. bill. So yeah. had no idea how to set up cable, had no idea how to Ooh. set up, you know, um, uh, had to set up gas for her house. So it was just like, it was a learning experience and a, and a humbling experience on herself too, because she realized that she took for granted all the things that he was doing, but really just took, uh, didn't really pay attention to the overall finances of the house. It was kind of like he, he takes care of all the finances and now was more of now, what do I do? Yeah. And I was lucky. We were lucky that we were able to help her. And actually, she came out all the all the stronger as a result of it. You know, um, that much stronger from it, and more independent. Yeah. So more independent. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, uh, okay, that's our first thing, and and you know, again, we're not exactly covering the cheeriest of topics today, but they're things that have to be. I mean, discussed. Absolutely, they they do. Uh, divorce happens. And when it does happen, we we always say when it comes to a a major life event, you want to at least have your counsel, at least speak to a financial advisor and see what's and how we can uh, navigate the storm. And that certainly can be Cloud Vesters, cloudvesters.com. That's cloud, like a cloud, and vesters, V-E-S-T-O-R-S.com, because they definitely blend the technology of today with the human touch that, that's always necessary and good to have. So you know your clients, but you're also incorporating a lot of the advancements and, uh, and well, effectiveness of, of today's mm-hmm. technology. In, in this firm to cloudvestors.com. All right, let's move on to life as the surviving spouse. So uh, this happens and it's going to happen. In most cases, it is the, um, the wife because women tend to live a little bit longer, but that's not always the case. But whatever the case may be, we're going to break this down and looking at um, what to do at, at the very onset of this loss to preparing for your future and you've even broken it down to first six months uh uh nine months after 12 months after so this is going to be a complete look and and great tips on what to do when you lose a spouse well the first thing is those end of life arrangements uh yeah yeah you know uh it's a sombering moment but it's a reality so what you want to do is just make sure that you uh understand what your spouse wanted to to happen, what their wishes were, or whether it was cremation, burial, um, burial at a, a, at a specific place. So you just want to make sure that you honor their their arrangements. Uh, contact their HR department if they're if they were employed. 
You want to see if there was any back pay that was owed, any vacation sick time that was owed to them that could be that could potentially pay out to you. Uh, and also, you want to make sure that you you have a better understanding of their medical insurance because. Uh, depending on how they passed, you want to make sure that any medical bills are going to be covered by the insurance company. Uh, you want to make sure if you if you are employed, so you're the surviving spouse and you're employed, ask your employer about any bereavement. Uh, if you if you can take a bereavement leave, you want to make sure that you're able to access that and and uh, and also notify your children's school. You know, it's going. This is why they're not coming to school. You want to make sure that you at least let the 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 teachers, principals know that, you know, your child's father, uh, your husband just passed away, and maybe your kids won't be in school for a little while, or maybe that's why they're a little um, depressed is because you know they just lost a parent. So you know, letting again, letting your 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 family, your friends, your close circle understand that you know there is a loss uh, in the family. Yeah. And and then and, and that's the immediate and now that's as, the immediate as we look at preparing for the future. OK, this is the part that can seem really overwhelming. There's a, there, there's some things you have to do. And that's where it's going to help to have <laughs> some people with expertise in these areas along with you. And then after that, we're going to break it down into what's the best way to organize it time wise uh, going forward. But just give us an idea of what what are you looking at when you lose a spouse? What are you looking at in preparation? Okay, so so in preparation, you want to order at least ten to fifteen death certificates from the um, the county clerk. Uh, if there's any uh, assets uh, that can be paid to you, like a life insurance policy, a IRA, uh, a 401k, any benefit, any assets that could be transferred over to you as a surviving spouse, most uh, institutions are going to need some type of proof of death. And you'll need a uh, separate and, one for each of those, then. And typically, you need a separate one. Typically, yeah. you need an original. So at that time, uh, order 10 to 15 um, certified um, death certificates so you can have them on file. Uh, and then you want to gather information. You want to gather documents. You want to gather your will, your life insurance policy, or I guess or your, your, your spouse's life insurance policy, mm -hmm. birth certificates, marriage certificates, tax returns, uh, loan statement, car insurance, safety deposit box information. You want to gather all of that information because you're, you might need them at certain periods of time. And then I'll obviously... Uh, you want to contact uh, a financial advisor. Well, I recommend contacting a financial advisor, an estate planning attorney, and just have them even have them work together. Have them work together That's for best, you yeah. to put some clarity behind this. Yeah, yeah. For our firm, you know, we have um, relationships with uh, with uh, estate planning attorneys that we offer to our clients. But if our clients have their own attorneys, we want to work with them. You know, we're we're, we're their counsel. We're, we're working for them. So we want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. So if it's your own CPA, your own, your own estate planning attorney, we will help and coordinate and really be that hub for you. All right. Let's look at the first six months after losing a spouse. And as far as uh, organizing your finances, uh, you've got some great tips here to advice. Yeah. Yeah. First, uh, first and foremost, do not make any radical life changes. You know, just take this time to breathe and mourn. You know, that's what you want to do with the first six months. And then, like I mentioned before, organize your organize uh, your documents. So you want to get a sense of what your bills are, and you're gonna to have to change your names. You're gonna to have to change some names in the bills. Take your your put, uh, your, put them in your name, right? Put them in your name. Yeah. Uh, you want to contact any creditors. 
and let them know that uh, your spouse passed away and uh, you might have to make some arrangements, some agreements, maybe cut off some cards. Um, just, you just want to make sure that the any creditors know that your spouse is no longer with us. Um, and then you want to, again, update your information, update these bills in your name. Uh, you want to contact uh, insurance companies. Obviously, you want to contact any life insurance companies. Let them know that you have a claim coming up. Uh, you want to contact health insurance providers because if you were on your spouse's health insurance plan and he or she's passed away, again, now you've got to find your own health insurance. So again, you want to contact those companies. Uh, you want to make you want to change your names to any deeds or titles. And then if your if your spouse was a business owner, you want to contact. Uh, the business partner, obviously, and you want to contact any advisors that are part of that business because all of a sudden you might be in a position where you might have to start making decisions whether you're going to be a partner of this company, what are your shares, what's coming to you. So you definitely want to file your taxes. Uh, this is going to be a critical year. So if you're doing taxes on your own and filing it on your own, you may want you may just want to speak with a professional for that year because again, this is something this is something different. This is something unique. Um, and then look for and then contact Social Security. Uh, there may be some survival benefits that are available to you, uh, or your VA or a pension options that are available to you as a surviving spouse. So again, in the first six months, these are the things you you want to line up and make sure that you're addressing. Do you have this where you can? Is this available? These are this is just such a great checklist to have handy of things that you need to do. Um, you, mean, you mean you weren't writing this down, Dave? Well, I was actually. I was, <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking for someone who maybe I don't know in, in their car listening or something they couldn't write. I mean, is this something that um, is available? Do you, do you have like a checklist? Yes, yes. So if you go to our website, cloudvestors.com, go to resources, you'll find the checklist there. Okay. Okay. It is yeah. there. Good, good, good. It's, good. It's That's there. where I was going. Yeah. I, I was actually, uh, well, you were kind enough to provide me with some things too <laughs> in preparation for the show. I, I didn't need to write so much. All right. So we did the first six months after losing a spouse. What What's six months after that? Where are we going now? So now you want to look at the impact, the financial impact of uh, your, your spouse no longer being with us. And what's that going to imp- how's that going to impact your cash flow and your budget? So you might have to start changing your goals or at least creating some goals for you financially because that's going to in- because now that the updated or the new cash flow is going to impact um, your decisions moving forward. So definitely you want to start establishing your financial goals for the, during this next six month period. How's everything going to, to look? How's everything going to be paid? What's your new budget? Are you going to have to move? Are you going to downsize? Again, just really taking a big picture, futuristic look of what your, what your new budget is going to look like at this point. And uh, then nine months after, you want to check in with who, who's been assisting you and especially the experts assisting you. Definitely want to check in with your advisor, um, your attorneys, your tax professionals. You know, uh, depending on how much of an uh, of a estate is left to you, you might have to pay uh, estate taxes, and that's due nine months after your spouse's death. So, as much of grieving and time off you want to take, uh, the government, the IRS, uh, is on a time clock. And yeah. if you if you do have estate taxes, you have to pay those. Do have to be paid within nine months. So. Um, you definitely want to do that check-in with your advisors to make sure that uh, that the taxes are going to be paid, where they're going to come from, which assets you're going to use, and uh, kind of get that wrapped up. And just like with in, in any situation in life, if you have uh, wisely have a financial advisor with you as a partner, then you're going to want to do a 12-month review. 
Yeah, just see, you know, um, go back to your advisors and, and really just lay out, you know, what has been done over the last 12 months and uh, really do that check-in. Do that check-in to make sure all your goals are, are met, all your needs are being met financially. And uh, and you just want to make that a constant check-in with your with your advisory team. So, you know, that's where we that's what that's where we stand over the next 12 months. It's really just getting a sense uh, a, a check in with your advisors to make sure that everything is clicking as you want them to be. Mo, this truly was a public service uh, and uh, we had to do it. And I'm glad we yeah. got it out of the way. And you said that that checklist and some things you need to do, which is handy to have in writing, that's available at the website? It's available on the website. That's right. Yeah, it's on uh, our resources tab on our website. So cloudvestors.com, go to the menu, look at resources, and you'll find uh, the checklist there. Cloudvestors.com. Mo, you truly do cover everything financial on this podcast, and we'll, we'll do it again soon. We'll do it again soon, Dave. Always a blessing have you with me on this uh, on this ride with the podcast. So, uh, just want to say thank you for everyone for listening. Always rate, review, share, and enjoy. And just let us know. Let us know what you want to talk about. We're here for you. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, and visit cloudvestors.com. And thank you for joining us on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts.